And we're back. Stripe show. Po- Hold on a second. I got to move my, my chin guard here so I can talk. Stripe show podcast on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton, full costume today. Happy Halloween. We're back. PGA tour tournament. We've got three to go. Lots of storylines. Our guy's not on site this week. I thought he might be. I mean, down to Mexico. I mean, why not? That'd be a nice little spot to hang out. Little resort course. El Cardinal at uh, Diamante. New course designed by Tiger Woods. Huh? Uh-huh. Keith Stewart joins me on a Tuesday. How you doing, buddy? I got to take that. Take the mic because I've got to rearrange my chin strap. Go well, on. I'll tell you what. I, I'm impressed that you went full costume. I just went orange and, uh, orange and black for the Halloween theme little tiger theme for the design of the golf course. But, um, Hey man, I got to give it to you. It's the, hey. uh, you are the engine, the lifeblood of the stripe show pod. And, uh, <laughs> there's, there's nobody, nobody could fill the, fill those shoes or that helmet quite like you can. Well, I am the 12th man. You know, that's, that's it. You know, well, actually I'm not, I'm, I'm actually a player, um, wearing a helmet. <laughs> I, I got to tell you something. Every time I put on, this is a professional helmet too. Right. Um, a real helmet, just like the players. Every time I put this helmet on, which is not very often, by the way. Um, okay. but when I do put it on, the first thing that comes to mind is how many times when you're watching a game, a player gets hit and their helmet just pops off. Like they don't take it off. It just pops off their head. I couldn't even imagine right now this helmet popping off my head without me trying to take it off. Uh, it would be, there'd be a lot of force involved, <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of mass and acceleration. I'm telling I you, thought you uh, I thought you'd be like all dressed up today. Like, you know, like maybe like going as like Brooks Kepka or something, or, you know, your boy, Adam Svensson or something. I thought you'd be all dressed up one of your guys. I, mean, I did. I did wear the orange and black, um, more for Halloween than tiger stripes. Um, you know, Brooks has been growing on me lately. Uh, I don't know why. I wasn't a big Brooks guy before 2023, and he's been growing on me. Um, maybe it was the PGA win, but yeah, it was probably the Ryder Cup. Probably the Ryder Cup. You know, he was Ryder Cup. Yeah, but he was he was mediocre there in, yeah. in reality. I mean, yeah, he beat up on Ludwig the last day, but like you know, I don't know for some reason he's growing on me. Maybe it was Jenna Sims' swing in full swing. <laughs> I don't know her closet. Man, I'll give it time. Give it time. I mean, that was one of the that had to be. One of the most iconic scenes in that whole series, which was oh, just okay. I would have given it a B, you know. Yep. But uh, when he's sitting on her swing in her closet and she's pulling out <laughs> these different things to wear and he's like, you know, exposing his soul, nothing better from a golfer's point of view, you know. Honey, I may never play good again. I mean, gotta get, we got to get in the spirit here, Keith, before we turn. Oh, we've got to uh, – it's Halloween. Halloween, there's, there's one song that comes to mind. I gotta take this thing off here as we, as we get ready. I can oh man. Oh man. Makes me want to hop up. Right. This guy had a right. few things. He had a few things figured out. Give him like a, it's close to Tuesday. What are the picks on the board? Something like that, you know? It's 
Michael Jackson had a few things figured out, you know? I mean, he he's pretty good. Uh, before he went crazy, he was, uh, some would say, the best ever. You know? Super talent. Yeah. You know, just a super talent. Yeah. He just got um, weird and, and, and yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, he didn't have it all figured out. On the dance floor, he did. Uh, oh, in, yeah. In entertainment, he did. But uh, like a lot of people, like my our old quarterback in Seattle that went to Denver, he got weird too. Like Russell, what people just get weird? I don't get it. Like, well, how about like uh, speaking of Denver? How about them playing Shake It Off when they beat uh, the Chiefs this week? That was pretty good. <laughs> First but time they it, beat the Chiefs in what seventeen or something like that? Sixteen, seventeen? I think it was uh, uh, two thousand sixteen or something like that. Wow. Was the last time they won? Um, and uh, I think Mahomes was eight and zero against you guys, or something like that. <laughs> well, the Broncos, not the Seahawks. Broncos, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, against, I mean, it's, against uh, the Broncos. Yeah, but you know, Russell's down there, and you know, we kind of got sidetracked about people getting weird as they got older. Anyway, let's get into Tiger's golf course and, get the, and get the what we, back. Yeah, and what we might know, El Cardinal at uh, Diamante, down in the Los Cabos, Mexico. And uh, look, from what I can see. And from what uh, some of the conversations that I've been having, this is a resort golf course, big fairways, big greens. Yeah. Was texting with Tom Murtaugh, who uh, is a caddy out there for Harry Hall. And uh, he says, yeah, a lot of bowls in the greens. Um, and where the flags are going to be, it's going to be pretty easy putting. You know, so it's like a resort course. The best players in the world are there. The weather looks good. No wind. My goodness, this is uh, right. We're going low, aren't we? <laughs> I'll give you two numbers: <laughs> average green size, eighty-three hundred square feet. Yes. So that's that's like double the tour average. And then the second one was um, average fairway with sixty yards. Now, wow. the only caveat I can say there is that outside there is no rough. So outside mm-hmm. of that, it's like desert golf. So you're not you're not playing from any sort of turf at that point, but 60 yards wide for these guys. I don't care if it's 8,400 yards, let alone 7,400 yards. You got four par fives. This thing's going to be a birdie fest. Um, You know, everybody's looking to play the AM rounds. They can get to the bar by happy hour. I mean, to celebrate (laughs) like six, seven birdies a day. Um, You know, this has got to be 20 plus under par, you know? And, and, Oh yeah. And what's the formula for that? Right, seventy-two holes. I need thirty-six birdie putts inside twenty-five feet. I make two-thirds of them. I'm twenty-four under. Thank you very much. Take my trophy, my ticket to the Masters, FedEx points, which are which are very important because there's only three weeks left. Right. Well, there's only three weeks left. That's right. I mean, you got Worldwide Technology. That's this week, and then yep. you got the Butterfield Bermuda Championship next week, and then the RSM Classic just up the road from me. Um, and so. There's, and correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, there's a lot of moving parts in professional golf. Things are changing, this and that, we know. But yeah. there's really kind of two races here. The first is obviously the top 125, which you want to be in the yeah. top 125 come the end of these three events, and that, that's going to get you your card. Um, and then you've got this secondary thing, which is what they're calling the next 10. And the next 10 is basically from... 51 to 60, 
which if you finish it between 51 and 60, then you're eligible for the first three signature events next season. Uh, Is that two, correct? I think. I think the next two. two. Yeah, okay. and it doesn't it doesn't count the century, so it'll be Pebble and um, the Genesis. Okay, okay. Uh, you'll get into those. Yeah, uh, which is a big deal. But um, I mean, there's some names here that are outside yeah. the top 125. You know, um, Cam Champ, with, Cam Champ, 127, Patton Kazire, um, you know, the Smotherman, mm-hmm. Scott Piercy. I mean, these guys are going to go to. Well, they'll have conditional. Uh, Russell Knox, Webb Simpson's down here. Uh, they'll have conditional status, but like, what will that mean in a in a, in a year where about half the events are going to be limited field? So the actual events that the top 125 can get in that you were explaining is going to be about it's going to be reduced. It's going to be like two thirds of what they normally could get in. So mm-hmm. if you're on that like 125, the one, I mean, you got to get inside this 125 in the next three weeks. Oh yeah, you know, you got to oh, make yeah. a run. And you got guys like Mav McNeely, Chesson Hadley, Doug Gim, CT Pan, EVR. I mean, they're sitting right there on the borderline. Mm-hmm. And they're all playing, you know, which is fun. You like that. You mentioned <clears throat> Russell Knox. I had, uh, actually had lunch with Russell last week and, um, he's currently 140th right now. And I was like, Hey, what do you think? What's next? Well, I got to play the next three. And he looked at me and he said, I got some work to do. Bermuda. I, I got some work guy. to do. And so Russell Knox has got some work to do to get inside yeah. that top 125. Got to get that putter. Get that putter going, Russ. Get yeah. player. Get that putter uh, uh, going a little bit. All right. So there's some there's some storylines there. I like it. You know. And I then like you, you mentioned the top 10, right? 51 mm-hmm. through 60. Bo Hostler is the guy there, right? He's 51. But yep. you got some names in there that that would love to stay. Hardy, Griffin, Smalley. J.J. Spawn, I mean, you hear his name a lot today. Luke List, Thomas Dietrich, and then you got the homeless one right outside Hubbard. You got a you got a guy that won this year the team event, Davis Riley. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's our boy Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder. S.H. Kim, Brandon Wu. That name's the Wu Tang's going to be enforced today, I'm sure, down in Mexico. Oh, you know that. I mean, we need a hundred um, birdies, so strike the Wu's. Yeah, uh, Kucher, Keith Mitchell, Killer Keith, right there. Ooh. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. and these guys are playing this week. So, um, look at that. JT 72 just sitting there. Hasn't played a lick. Didn't even, he didn't even play in Rome. He was there, but anyway. All right, Keith, let's get us started. Check this out. You ready? Oh, wait. oh. right. Here I am. How about that? Love little, it. uh, little first day, little, Little first click. We we're stepping it up here on the uh, on the side. I gotta watch that. One. I'm gonna lead us off, okay? All right. Ooh, I like it because I'm in uh, I'm in the mood here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lead us off. First click. I was looking at the board here, and I mean, jeez, Ludwig's gonna win this probably by four. But Stop it. I'm not going to go there, okay? I'm just not going to go there. Instead, I'm going back to a guy, and we've been talking about him as of late. Um, I got to spend some time with him right when he got out on tour his rookie season. All right. He's a Georgia Bulldog, and his name is Davis Thompson. And and Ooh. I like Davis's Ooh. game. Right now, he's coming in. You can still get him at 50 to 1, 45 to 1. Woo. And Ooh. here's the deal. 
Davis Thompson can can be dominant with the driver, and uh, the driver's heating up. He's hitting the driver very well. His iron game is heating up. Uh, his Good. around the green game is, I think, steadily improving incrementally. His putter's been a little hit and miss. We've seen some good tournaments. We've seen some bad tournaments. What scary some. is as of late. Don't 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 ruin my parade here quite yet. <laughs> he was 35th at the Shriners. He's 16th at Sanderson. He was 30th at Fortinet. Okay, so here's a guy that's starting to get comfortable. All right, Davis Thompson. At least when I when I got to spend some time with him for the cut, the show on Golf Channel, I. Kind of got the sense, and I and I and I was like, man, I, I really like this kid's game a lot. But he's green, and I think he needs to kind of get out on tour, get his bearings, get comfortable, and I feel like that's what we're starting to see. And so here we are, football season. George is number one. They're going for three in a row. Davis Thompson's getting comfortable. He goes out. He dominates with his driver. He keeps it going with the iron game. I don't think I can I can suppress the short game this week. It's a resort course. There's no rough. I mean, I, I can get the ball up and down here. Um, the greens are, on average, 8,000-plus square feet. And, right. And we're on past Palum. I think from what I was told from a couple caddies, like, this is going to be pretty vanilla putting. Davis Thompson has a good putting week in that winner's circle. Man. When I was out at the Shriners, I was all over our boy DT. And I followed him. And I think, uh, I don't think he had any family in town. And I think I was the only one following that group. And he kept looking over like, why is this guy following me? And I tell you, <laughs> it wasn't, it really wasn't because of his putting stroke. Everything else was a, literally a stripe show. And then yeah. like the putting was like, man, oh man. It looked like he was walking around like a blind man with a stick. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, but I, I'm with you. We've talked about the evolution of Davis. You know, since I saw him at Wells playing with Wyndham and, uh, there's a, there's a ton of things I love to see there. Um, yeah. but he's not my first click. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of heading in the opposite direction this week. Um, I've been, uh, I've been following, I've been following the seeds. I've been following the rainbow to the pot of gold and, uh, first tournament of the year, Sahith. Right. Wow. Right. And then you got, no, then you got, what Tom Kim repeats. Then you had Morikawa oh, and Zozo, right? You know what I mean? Like, yep. it seems to me like every once in a while, you got to pull yourself out and take a macro view of what's going on. And for me, I feel like there's going to be a little can of red ass <laughs> in my New York boy after, uh, oh, Fred couples misspoke, right? Oh. So I'm, I'm going, oh. Cameron Young. Boom. Wow. That's it. That's it. And I know everyone can say, like, well, of course he should win. Of course he should win. He hasn't won yet. Right? But I'm yeah. taking, I'm drawing a line in the proverbial resort sand down there at Cabo San Lucas. And I'm saying that the driver is, and the ball striking that he showed all summer is is going to be the thing, and that the past Palum, much similar to early in Victor's career where he needed to break through, and he couldn't chip and he couldn't putt. He needed that sticky grass that's easy to chip off of, that's easy to putt. Um, that, to me, 
it just seems like for as much as this FedEx Cup fall has been built up to be like, hey, we're going to have these new stars. Who do we have so far? Sahith, Luke List, Tom Kim, Colin Morikawa. Now it's Cam Young. See, there that you surprises go. me a little. Not because of what we know is the pedigree of Cameron Young. Like, we know what he can be. Uh, we've seen it. Like, he's, you know, he's finished seventh at the Masters. He's finished second uh, at the Open. He's been there at the Tour Championship and been inside yeah. the top 20 and seconds and thirds and more seconds. And it, But we haven't seen the win. And he hasn't played since middle of August. Yeah. Yeah. Now, every time I pick a player like that, that's the first thing you always bring up to me. Every time. Yeah. You're like, well, he hadn't played in a while. I'm like, so, oh. So Cameron Young's going to show up. Haven't seen him in in two and a half months, and he's going to win this thing? I think he's all right. Okay. I mean, right now, if you go to the board, he's right there with Ludwig. Ludwig's at nine. Cameron's at 14. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fade Thigalit. That's my top of the board fade. Sahith. I know he won. I get it. Ooh. Um, Ooh. But, you know, look, I, look, one thing with Thigalit where you could defend here, where you could defend his position is it's going to be a little generous off the tee, which certainly plays into his hand. But his, his strength is getting the ball up and down and, is it a birdie yeah. fest? I don't know. Uh, so I, I think the gala for me at the top of the board um, is probably one that I would fade. But gosh, you, you know, now you're just you go down four spots and it's Steven Yeager, 25 to one. Bo Hostler. Yeah. 28 to one. I mean, these are two guys that have never won on the PGA Tour. And although I've been on Bo and have hit some things with him as of late, I like his game. I like where it's going. I'm probably going to come off of him this week. Is there a uh, is there a fade that you would have say in the top half of the board? You know, it's t- it so I started thinking about why we don't talk about Steven Yeager more. And I started looking at some of his numbers and he just he always makes the cut. He's a great fantasy play, but he just doesn't take that next step. But I don't know if we're talking about fading the favorites, I don't know if him at 30 to one or whatever it is, is really that much of a favorite. I know he's like fifth or sixth down the board. So I guess he kind of qualifies as being one, but somebody mm-hmm. like him or all the talk around Akshay. And I agree with you with short game being mitigated and the putter only, only being so necessary this week. Um, so hits would be another one. So those would be three names there. I'm just not really, I'm, I'm just not really connecting with for this golf course under these conditions. Um, you know, Akshay's. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Someone. I the ghost sketch you. Hold on a second. All right. I might have to hold it. I might have to hold it here today. It's a hollow. Right. It's a. I got. I think I got a ghost in here. It might have been. I was gonna say that. Are you? Is your uh, goodness? Your goosebumps that's, all of a sudden? That's that's never happened before. So, uh, you know, you look at Akshay's recent approach record. Not strong. You know, uh, and people are gonna point towards uh, Vidanta Valarta. In his showing there on past Palin, but like I don't know, I don't know. So that that's where I'm, that's where I am. Uh, that's uh, when you say fade the favorite, that's where I'm, that's where I'm going away from at the top. Steven Yeager's like the L.A. Chargers, Ooh. you know. Oh. 
like the Chargers have a lot of good players, really good players. At least really good. The media shoves it down our throat. Justin Herbert. Hey, Herbert. That guy's top. Okay. What's I mean, he's he no Geno Smith. But. I'm just saying, like, what's he want? I know, not, but but they don't they don't tout Geno though, and neither do I. But they tout <laughs> Herbert, right? And yeah. and so there's Herbert, and then there's um, you know, the running game, and then they have Khalil Mack. They have Irwin on the back Austin end. Like, they have all these good players, but you know what they don't do? They don't win. That's right. They don't win. And so Jaeger, excellent driver of the ball, good iron player. Solid short game. Really decent putter. It's all there, but what he hasn't done is hasn't won. Hasn't won. And I I think there's a prototype player for this week, and obviously Cam Young epitomizes it in my mind, looking at this golf course, talking to people. Um, friend in Tiger's design team, you know, this was the first ever course. You know, what is what is Tiger going to favor as a designer? You know, what does Jack love? He loves fairway bunkers. He loves quadrant greens. He loves, you know, um, left to right tee shots. I mean, because they're all characteristic. What did Arnie, what, you know, like what do Arnie's golf courses have? They're wide open off the tee. They get, they get more narrow as you approach. Um, you know, Donald Ross, I mean, anybody, Tom Fazio, everyone, they can't stay away from themselves at some point, you know, and what will Tigers, course characteristics be over time well he's only got a couple to his credit so far and this was the first one and you wonder how much time in 2014 um in between all that was going on in his world with his back and everything he made trips to diamante right Mm -hmm. but if if you had to pick one characteristic of tiger's game that he would try to emphasize in his designs what would it be I mean, when I think of Tiger, I mean, obviously he was great at everything, but when I think of Tiger Woods, I think of iron play. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just and specifically, think specifically long iron play, right? Yeah. The greatest so I long think iron he, player. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it sounds like there's, there's some long par fours here. Um, and so I, I would suspect you're probably going to see, but there's no wind. I mean, at all. You would have to think this particular golf course, like they're expecting a certain kind of win in some defense. But this yeah. week it doesn't look like there's any wind, and so, um, no. so maybe some of these middle irons that you were expecting uh, might be shorter irons. I don't know. It, it's hard to say. It, it might be fairly damp because of the hurricane that went through. So there's, you know, some of those conditions. I think we'll, we'll probably learn a little bit more as we go. But I think I think of iron game. I think of he wants you to hit irons and work it into certain parts of the green, and he wants you to be able to do that with not just a wedge and a nine, but also with a six and a five, perhaps for some. Yeah. You've got what? Three par threes around 200 yards. You've got four yep. par fives that you can go attack with a long club with a long swing, right? Out in. Yep. And then you've got, you know, a bunch of par fours that are long, you know, over 460. Yep. So, um, that's, that's the kind of like where I'm at. And I just feel like with the width of the fairways that if you're in that cam champ category, you're going to be tough this week. You know, and you have and you have other parts of your game buzzing. So I'm with you on the Davis Thompson thing. As much as he bombs it and his approach game's coming around, if you can figure out the pass palum, then you're gonna be you're gonna yeah. be okay. You know? Yep. Uh, power is definitely I mean, seventy four hundred yards. We kind of throw these numbers around, but like that's like a thousand yards longer. Yeah. That's like you know, 
than the average golf course that the person watching this is playing. And I got, I have a, um, I have this pulled up here. I want to go through this list real quick. So I have the driving distance last 24 rounds. Here's some of the longer hitters. So Cameron champs one, he, we, we know he has to, he's got to get it moving here. Um, got her up is in, is in the field. Uh, we know he's Jersey kid. Yep. MJ, uh, MJ Duffy's in it. Uh, he's, he's, he's long, uh, quest. Peter quest is long. There's a guy here that I'm going to, I'm going to save his name for later because he's someone that I'm going to okay. give you some odds on. So I'm not going to, uh, Ludwig, we know can get it out there. Brent Grant, Taylor Pendrith, uh, killer Keith. There he is. Will Gordon, Luke list. I know we'll get some play this week. And then there's Cameron young, Cam young. So those are, um, those are some of the guys that are longer. Now, if you go to the approach game, Right, because that's that was my answer to your question. Lucas Glover, uh, Sam Ryder. We talked about. There's Russell. Russell Knox. How about it? Last 24 rounds in this field. Oh yeah. Strokes and approach. Russell Knox. Man. Ches Check Reed, out Cam Champ's got to be up there. Got to be up Ryan there Moore, Justin Lauer. There's that guy again that I was going to mention. I'm going to save his name. How about that? My guy. Last 24 rounds, he's on driving distance and stroke skate approach. Woo! Inside the top eight on both of them. I so want to steal your thunder right now and say his name. <laughs> you I, know who I it can, is. JJ Spawn. I, I could read hey. you. I could read your mind right now. Hey, Kevin Strillman is not in the field, right? He's not in the no, field. He's, he's, uh, he withdrew from COVID. He withdrew right? COVID. Yeah. It's 2020 all over again. He's out. Yeah. Jeez. All right, you ready? Here we go. Let's go to buy or sell top 20. Wait for it. I'm not keen on the music. I like the graphics. The music. Uh, I think that song fits better than the first click. Song (laughs) fit. Exactly. I'll go with that. Makes me feel like I'm not ready to make money. I don't know. Maybe I have to. Uh, yeah. I, first click. I think I that's know. good. I like it. All right. So let's go buy or sell top 20. Bo Hossler, keep it going. He was second at Zozo. Young man's uh, getting comfy. He's looking for his first win. Top 20. Buy or sell. Bye. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I agree. I think, um, I think Bo is six months ahead of your Davis Thompson evolution. Okay. And I think that Bo is has a legit chance this week. Okay. Well, I was on him to win when he finished second, so yeah. I'm sure he will. <laughs> Buy or sell Akshay right. Batia. Twenty first at the Zozo Championship. Uh yeah, I already mentioned him as a as a guy to fade. I I'm selling on him. The um the the ball striking has faded off just a little bit recently with the yeah. approach game. And um, uh, a lot of people are going to be mentioning his name because he played very well in Mexico back in April. But uh, although I, I do think that's a very strong correlation course, lengthwise, grass, everything, um, I don't think Akshay's in his best form right now. Buy or sell, homeless Hubbard. Ooh. Top 20. One one out of the uh, top ten for signature events. Um, the approach game yes, is it, awesome. Yeah, it's a good week. Yep. Good top week. twenty. Top twenty. No sell. Okay. 
31st at the Zozo he was. I think, I think, I think he needs a little more power. Yeah, I power. you know I I put a lot of thought, probably more than I needed on that one, and I and I came down. That's kind of where I was leaning a little bit. I think I'm going to sell now. Speaking of power, Keith Mitchell, excellent driver of the ball, buy or sell top twenty. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, maybe it's a bulldog Quinella. Maybe it's Davis Thompson, Keith Mitchell. Could be, you know, win place show. I mean, um, I just feel like. If the scoring potential isn't there, then there's got to be some power. And if you're talking about top 20s, there's, you know, you start thinking, okay, who are the 20 guys in the field that you feel like are in the top 20? And then, mm-hmm. you know, Hubbard just doesn't, with other places, yes, I get it. But, like, for this one, it just doesn't seem to match up. And uh, But it does for me for Killer Keith. How about Adam Svensson? You've been on him. He's had three top 20s. No, he's had four top 20s. In his last seven events, uh, 41st at the Zozo. Did the air come out of the sale there a little bit at the Zozo? Because up to that, it was three straight top 20s. Does he get back on the uh, on the horse here? Mm, no, I'll sell. Okay. I'll sell. Who am I missing right now in inside there that you would you think's worth worth a look? I was looking well, at I Herbert mean, a little bit. I mean, Herbert... He's at 45 to 1. Um, I mean, Luke List seems logical, doesn't he? Top 20, the way he's been playing. Uh, definitely seems logical. Um, you know, JJ, if you look at the ball striking, really, really good. Um, I got you to come around on JJ. Yeah, I mean, the ball striking's there. It's the, it's, you know, it's the putting. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that guy, he's a great, um, Long iron player, great, great fairway wood player. I mean, I've watched him a little bit this season after you had mentioned him to me. This was like back in, um, golly, when did you bring him up? It was like June or something. And I got out there and I watched him one day hit some balls and I was like, God damn. I was like, yeah, he's got a, he, like Travis has a great, I hadn't really spent the time to watch it. And then I saw him and I caught him in a practice session and he was getting into the longer clubs and I was like, man, this guy's impressive, you know? Um, and, uh, so, I mean, from a ball striking perspective, if you're, if we're talking about like, there's two no putt guys there, spawn and list, I like list over spawn, but man, they're comparable. And they, they, they're the type of guys this week that could definitely be top 20 guys that won't threaten to win, but they, you'd feel yeah. good about buying them for top twenties. Well, I, I brought up, I brought up spawn last week or two weeks ago for the Zozo and said, look, yep. I, I'm willing to look past minus six at Shriners. He's hit, he's hitting the ball great. And so I bet him in the top 20 and he finished sixth. And so he putted uh, much better. Um, yeah, Spawn's interesting, you know, like I, I find myself hanging on a little too much to, okay, great ball striker, need a good putting week. Um, sometimes I get a little, I get a little too hung up there, but I do feel like Spawn hits it obviously well enough. And you look at his his stats over the last 24 rounds. I mean, approach in this field, he's eighth. Off the tee, strokes gain off the tee, he's 21st. Yeah. You know, he's in the upper upper quarter of this field in birdies. He gets a lot of looks. But he's, he's 118th got- in putting. So it's like, it's just, you know, there you go, right? And and so, like, I, I look at these, I, I look at this event. And I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a resort course. 
And and so you know it's going to be kind of vanilla for the PGA Tour player. It just is. Yeah. Is it going to be vanilla enough with the greens, easy to putt, where you get a player like Spawn that you know kind of propels him ahead a little bit? I'm going to buy him for top 20 again. I'm, I'm playing on house right. money, so of course I'm going to buy him for a top 20. I mean, I got him six last week. All right, middle All of the right. board. I'm going to let you drive here. Middle of the board here. Now we're starting to get down into Taylor Montgomery, 65, Putnam, Goddard up, I'll pass. Gim, I'll pass. Do you know, do you know the name I'm going to mention? middle of the board that I passed I up wrote on. it down uh, I I just wrote it down in front of me are you gonna you gonna put it in front when of the camera up. like that like that uh that guy does on ESPN have you been watching that that magician that's been oh my god teams it's an that, absolute that you're gonna do it right now you're gonna yeah you're gonna tell America right now <laughs> what's in my mind um I think I know because when you start talking about the ball striking part of it and his length and Who is it? <laughs> he did it he's just like that guy on ESPN that can read my mind that i knew Caleb it Caleb see that guy's got nothing he's got nothing i'm yep, just saying that's my boy you know, that's my boy i'm going in got I'm him at 75 to 1 30 31st at zozo 23rd at shriners he's long his iron game is crisp he can putt. Um, and he's hungry right now, I, I think. You know, look, this is this be this is this is a good course for him. It really is. This is a good course for Caleb Tarrant. Sign me up. That's my middle of the board. You could some would look at it as a long shot at 75. You agree or disagree? Um, so I mean he catches my attention. And the reason he catches my attention, because my guy in the middle, um, that I like this week okay. um, also had success at a place called Detroit golf club, which I, I feel like this week is like a bombers, like a bomb and gouge sort of thing, right? It's like people are going to bomb away and then they're going to get hot with the putter. And that's kind of be, that's kind of going to be the, uh, the modus operandi. Right. And that was one thing that Taram did um, when he caught, kind of people's attention is that he was going to those types of golf courses on the PGA tour and he was showing up. Right. And, uh, at 55 to one, I'm a big fan of a guy that I watched personally at the president's cup two years ago, Canadian. And there are a few guys that hit it as far as he does, but the ball striking has been good lately. And that's Taylor Pendrith and, um, the approach game, um, yeah, he's not the world's greatest putter, but I think that we've, we've talked enough about how past Palom is going to mitigate that a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. at least we hope it is. And, uh, um, um, for, I mean, for all the reasons you love Callum Taron, I love Taylor Pendrith and they're, they're very similar players. I would say, yeah. you know, Taylor's probably 15% longer, but I might, but I would say Callum is probably just a little bit more accurate. And um, I think they're both great plays. But um, in the middle tier, if you ask me to pick a name, um, Taylor's who I'm going with. Okay. Yeah, I think that's – I think oh, okay. I, 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 I'm I okay with that. 
I think no. I like Terram a little bit better, but I I I, I like I like Pendrith too. I could Pendrith I mean kind of a Pendrith is kind of a goofy player, isn't he? He's just I don't know. Like it's hard to wrap my mind around. I, again, I, I think that there's an opportunity. He's very good with the long clubs. And I yeah. think that I think that you're gonna have there's two double par fours, there's four par um fives, and then there's like six par fours over four sixty. So in that scenario, with 60-yard wide fairways, this guy is going to be hitting like eight irons in when other guys are hitting in six irons. And, yeah. and yes, he's going to have to hit his quadrants on the greens. But um, I just think that he can get involved in a uh, in a speedboat race, um, a la mm-hmm. somebody like, you know, you were going nuts about Calum Terran being on both those lists, approach and driving, driving distance, right? But Cam Champ's on that list too right now because of his recent play. And that's a guy that could definitely go, go, he could go nuclear at this place. Yep. And yep. we would be like, well, at least we talked about him a week ago. Right. I mean, it's like, but um, all of these guys for me, I've, I've got a certain profile I'm going with this week as the mentalist. And uh, that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right there. I, I'm going to sprinkle a little on cam champ again, um, just because yeah. I feel like I have to, Uh because we we have talked him up as of late, so I, I think I need to, to go Makes to the sense. well a little bit more. You know, another name. Look, Vincent Whaley finally I think has got his game turned around. He's playing his best golf of the year right now, uh, no doubt. So I mean, he had, um, yep. Interesting report on Whaley. Okay, yep. so he was working with a friend of his in Georgia. He lives in Georgia, practices at a golf club in Georgia. Um, I have a student that plays a bunch with him, practices out of there, who I was with last week in Alabama at first stage. And um, Vince, incredibly long, fantastic yes. ball striker, had not been putting the time and effort that he wanted in with his short game and his putting. So he had used a coach at the golf club in Georgia. Then he went back to his childhood coach out there in Dallas, and he's been flying out to Dallas to see him. Vince has had some very nice tournaments this fall for a guy that, I mean, he's turning into like a little bit of a Steven Yeager. Like he's not threatening to win, but he's been very solid. Yeah. And um, his power at this place, and if some of the putting work that he's been really intense about lately comes through, he's definitely a guy I would buy on for a top 20. Yeah, I would too. No, there's, there's no question. I mean, you go back to, uh, what, middle of 21? Yeah. Middle 21, I mean, he was making a ton of cuts, finishing, you know, top 25, top 30. It, it seemed like every single week. You know, at the start of this year, uh, you, you go into the season missing your first four cuts, five of your first six, make a cut a couple times, and you miss a few more. You know, he's just been kicking it down the road. I mean, just not playing good golf at all. I think his driver was a mess earlier in the year. His iron game was not clean. Um, it's funny you said that about his short game and his putting because, to me, it was his ball striking, really. That was kind of the problem. Um, and now his driver, he's figured it out. He's driving the ball well. His iron game is coming along nicely, last three tournaments. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, his, his short game and putting certainly checks out. So I, I think for some odds here, as we start getting into the weeds, yeah, top 20. I'll probably sprinkle a little on Champ to win and then Vincent Whaley top 20. And who knows? I, you know what? 
just for the record, I'll probably sprinkle a little on Vincent Whaley to win too, just because, you know, it's Halloween. I want to, you know, a little more candy. All right. If I was going to dress up as anybody for Halloween today, it would have been the Wu-Tang Clan because I'm <laughs> telling you, so I, we, with all due respect okay. to Vincent Whaley okay. and that nice little soliloquy I gave you, if Do you're it. not on Brandon Wu this week, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. You know, I mean, we got to, we got to talk about my man. I mean, if, if, if Victor has gone on next level and is no longer the Prince of Paspalum, then I think, I think certainly Brandon Wu and, I, and I'm trying to figure it out and you're digging into this, right? So going into Mexico last year, he's terrible. Goes to Mexico, finishes top three, right? This year going into Mexico, he's horrible, right? Goes in. Finishes top two or the reverse of that or something like that. He's got two top seven finishes in Puerto Rico. I mean, all these golf courses are very similar to one another. They're long resort courses that are wide open with past Palom grass, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy, I mean, he gained what, like 15 strokes this past year at, um, Mexico, Vidal yeah. Valarta, right? Yep. And then gained like 13 strokes the year before. he gained over, he's gained double digit strokes total. At both times he's played in Puerto Rico, something yep. about this guy going to resorts. You got to just at least you got to give him some credit because I mean he's getting the job done and he hasn't had a fantastic fall. But I mean, how do you argue with going to four different resort places with very similar types of conditions and the guy gets comfortable and he and he? I mean, we're not talking about top twenty in here and like buy or sell. This guy's he's got four top seven finishes. In those circumstances, yep. I don't know. Well, in Mexico, about- we've, well, no, I can't. Mexico, he, he, where he finished third, um, he was 19 under. Rom was 21 and Tony Fino was 24. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and Cameron Champ was, was in the top eight that week too. So, yeah. You start, you start kind of doing some comps here, um, on different courses. And yeah, I think the, I, I, I had Brandon Wu circled too. I think he is a, um, I think he is a is a really good play. He's right now at uh, eighty to one. It looks like eighty. Yeah, yeah, eighty to one. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious. Opportunities gain, which is a cool stat in yeah. fantasy national. Um, God, last twenty four rounds, Russell Knox first. Unbelievable. Really unbelievable. Uh, I mean, think about that. Last twenty four rounds, Russell Knox has had is better than Ludwig Aberg in opportunities gain. Yeah, not an That's opportunity catching. No, unfortunately, no, because then you go to birdies. <laughs> Ludwig is second on that list, and Russell's eighty-seven. So, um, <laughs> not even close. Yeah, wow. right, right. Chris Kirk wow. gets a lot of looks. Kalen Tarum, oh dare I say, is fifth on that list. Brandon Wu is, is also fifth on that list. So. Yeah. That's where I was going to help you pay that off. He's going to get a lot of looks and woo in birdies last 24 rounds. He's kind of slowed down a little. He's, he's 90th. Excellent iron player does is obviously upper, you know, driver and driver and irons. He is in the top 25 in this field for sure. He's going to oh, get yeah. a ton of looks. Yep. Can he make? Can he make enough birdies? That's what it. That's what it comes down to. Man, that's Caleb Terry. I, I, I just might have to put the house on him every time. I every time I pull up another list, there he is. How is I Sam mean, Ryder? How is Sam Ryder ninety to one? Um, have you have Sam you noticed Ryder's one of the best iron players in the field? Um, 
well, there's, you know, there's. Doesn't even that, than, that doesn't make sense to me. Ninety to one. Wow. I mean, Sam Ryder ninety, Vincent Whaley's ninety. Come on, Peter Quest ninety. Sam Ryder I mean, is same category as those two. No, he's not. So we like Sanderson. We liked him at the Sanderson Farms. He had a great first round. He finished fifty first. Right. Yeah. The Shriners. He finishes twenty eighth. Then you go to the Zozo. Mind you, there's seventy eight players in the Zozo, and he finished sixty fourth. Which 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 part of that is awe inspiring to you about Sam Ryder? You know, I mean, it's it's one of those things where like, don't just look at the numbers, right? PSA to everyone at home. Okay, so you know, Halloween, check your kids' candy. Second thing is, don't just look at the numbers. Somehow the performances have to match up. Yeah, you know, and how many times this year have you and I got on guys that just don't? It, it's like the Steven Yeager phenomenon, you know. You, it's like a Jaeger bomb. You you feel yeah. like, oh, on Thursday when he's first round leader, you're like, woohoo, Staring Rye. Oh my God. Yeah. And then the guy's, you know, 48th every Sunday. And you don't even get a top 40 out of him. Mm-hmm. You know? So That's I don't know. Sam. Go ahead. No, just Sam Ryder. He just, you know. Plus, yeah. no, he, I'm, he, I'm not going to play him. I just find it. I think he's, that's a little far down the board for me, for Sam, but I'm not going to play him this week. Let's finish with this. You know, we, all right. these stats, we've, we've been going through uh, opportunities gained, birdies. Obviously, it's going to be a key stat this week. We've been looking at driving distance. We've been give, be giving you some guys there. We, I think we kind of were leaning in on, hey, distance is going to play here, a factor. Like, let's, let's have some length. Uh, obviously, the iron game we talked about, Tiger's design, what might we see, middle iron play. Uh, yeah, I think. Around the green, you can push down a little bit. I do think the putting relative to PGA Tour standards, I think it could be pretty vanilla this week. I do. Pass Palum, level the playing field a little bit. So that's kind of where we've been leaning. But look, if we had to go, if we had to pick a putter, if we had to give the audience one last kind of thought here and say, hey, all right, here's one of the best putters that's playing that maybe – Take a look. It's amazing how different this list is. I'll, 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 I'm going to read through this a little bit, okay? Huh. It's amazing, like, Lucas Herbert. Yeah. Sahith Thagala. Taylor Montgomery. Nobody, you know, this is no surprise. Aaron Badley. Chesson Hadley. Harry Hall. Brian Gay. Peter Malnati. Brant Snedeker. Anybody have excited to you yet? If I had to pick someone there, obviously Sahith is the class. I think within yep. that group, but if I had to go off the beating path, I would go Harry. Not to win, but just you know, I think Harry actually in Mexico finished in the top ten as well in that in that tournament. I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, you know, Oberg's 14th on that list. Um, uh, down to well, I'm gonna keep going here. Snedeker, Hardy, Andrew Landry. Thomas Dietrich. There's Aberg. God, is this kid good or what? Peter Quick. Yeah. There's Bo Hostler, 16. Cameron Young, 17. Yeah. So now we're starting to get into a couple names that we mentioned, but it's amazing how far down the list we had to go. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Bo Hostler, it really kind of, it, of yeah. the names you, you, of all of those. Um, Aberg, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this place with his driver. Um, I mean, how much would you love 
when the pairings, I mean, they probably already came out today, but when the, when the pairings come out, if you had like a, you know, Oberg, Champ, and like Cam Young group, mm-hmm. right? And just stand, like, I get on the first par five tee box and just sit back there and watch, right? Yep. Watch these guys just go like, cause you know, I say what you want. They don't look at each other. Like they're, they're, that's a driving contest 14 times that day mm-hmm. for sure. You know, like who can hit it the absolute hardest. And, uh, that would be fun to watch. You know, I'll throw, I'll throw one last long shot out there for you that I think's playing well, not long. It's he's, he, he's getting the putter going. Um, and that's Chad Ramey. Not to win, top 20. I think Ramey's playing some pretty good golf. Long shot. What's he at? Do you have it right there? I just, it just went off my Chad. Screen. Chad Ramey's got to be, what, 100 and, I just lost it on my computer. Nothing's worked. My mic fell. My computer's not working. It's Halloween. It is literally, there's a ghost in here right now. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm here. It's like there's weird things happening in here, right? Look at me. I'm holding my mic. You ever see me do this? No, but Watch, I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have this ghost hold it. Watch. Watch. I'm gonna take my no, he's not. He's not there. <laughs> yeah. Chad Ramey. Kelly Craft. Kelly Craft. Darkness across the land. The midnight hour is Stripe show. Tuesday, those are picks. Back later. Hey, by the way. What's that? Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, yeah. Two, Two weeks. weeks. Keith Stewart Come on. in studio right here. RSM Classic. We'll be back next yeah. week uh, for Bermuda. Thanks for being here. Happy Halloween, everybody. Be safe, everybody.